Hello, smiling friends. Welcome back to Atsune Miku's Cat. Jesus Christ, dude. Do you want to take that again? All right, let's run that back. Jesus Christ, what the hell happened there? I lost my R. I lost my hard R, Miles. Yeah, it should never happen to a proud white boy like you. <laughs> hey, smiling friends. Welcome back to Atsune Miku's Crack House. This is episode 88. I'm your host, as always, Sam Kingma. And join me as my best friend and co-host, Miles J. Miles, you had a moment of crisis this week. I did. I really did. I was confronted with with a, a scary truth, Sam. Yeah. The moment that made me realize that I am living in the world of Musubi, which I will explain uh, later. And, uh, anyone who gets the joke already knows what I did this week. I, I saw the Cuphead Netflix show came out, and I have no thoughts on the Cuphead Netflix yeah, the show. Trailer, the, game. the trailer came oh, out. Oh, the trailer. Oh, the trailer came out? The show itself did not drop. Okay. It's, I think it's next month, I think. Gotcha. Okay. Well, that's good, because I don't have any thoughts on it. Um, and no one else does, so that's awesome. I'm, I'm on the same page as everyone else for once about a show. A trailer came out, I saw, you know, just some, just some clip someone uploaded, just a whatever clip, right? Uh, and, and I looked at the comments, just out of curiosity. I, and, and, okay, I'll give some brief thoughts. Show looks good, shame it's not done in, in 12 FPS rubber hose, but I yeah. get it. I get it. Yeah. <laughs> I, 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 I get why. I totally understand why they would not do that nowadays because the kids would watch it and they'd be like, "What? Well, I'm scared. What's going on? Every show that I watch, <laughs> that's all the baby shark programs are at 24 frames a second. What's going on? Uh, What's so with the all the satanic imagery? <laughs> I don't understand. The baby shark shows don't have the devil in it. <laughs> Mom, let's go back to the baby shark shows. But, but, <laughs> but anyways, but, I look at the comments section. Yeah. And as I often do, and I just see all these comments that are like, man, I'm so glad to see Cuphead back. I didn't think I'd see Cuphead again. Man, it seems like everyone forgot about Cuphead. Oh man, I haven't seen Cuphead in a long time. And I, and I just had this moment where I realized like, this is a non-issue, right? This is a non-issue. Because you can play the game again. Like, you shouldn't be forgetting about Cuphead. If you like the game and you're sad that people have forgotten about Cuphead, play Cuphead again. And what I get what they actually meant was Twitter is not as crazy and infatuated with Cuphead as they used to be. And you know what? That's fine. We've all moved on to Amoogus. I understand. I, I mean, it's I a really five-year-old game. It's, it's, not a, it's not like a, a slight against the game's quality or anything it's been five years it happens yeah and here's the thing like people are like oh well breath of wild's still getting art it's like yeah all right bud sure that's a big fucking difference one in ten thousand games hit hit this shit you know like it's i mean here's the thing like you have stuff that's this popular and like but even like fucking minecraft which is still super popular doesn't yeah. get art the way it used to like that shit, a fucking Amoogus doesn't even get art the way it used to. Like, that, this shit just, just happens. A hat in time doesn't get art the way it used to, alright? That, and yeah. that also came out that same fucking year, like, okay, and when, when Near Automata, because I hear you guys are saying, well, what about Near Automata? That's different. That's very different. No, 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 no. Miles, let's be clear about what 
there's a difference between near automata art and 2B art. No, exactly. That's the point I'm making. That's what I yeah. mean when I say it's very different. Because it's not always 2B art. It's it's 2B and 9S. Because you have to have someone fucking. Like, that, that's the big thing. Like, 2B lewds, pretty common. But if you're getting any near automata art, it's 2B doming 9S. That shit happens. All right? Yeah. It, it It's... Look, it's different. This shit doesn't happen with with games like Cuphead, which are great and seminal and interesting for six months because that's what we call a content cycle. Like, there are very few people who who regularly draw and go back to the same exact wells unless they are in a fandom. Like, Splatoon gets regular art because that's a big fucking fandom, right? On a Nintendo console that I think the, the lifetime sales of it are 18 million. Yeah, and it's also worth to note too, Miles, that like a game like Splatoon Two is a bit of a is a bit of a games as a service type thing. It's a game that that come you come back to it over and over again. Uh, I don't know how how if they've been doing updates, but there were constant updates for at least two years after the game uh, came out. There are no more updates, but it's fine. Here's the thing: there's no more updates, but there's also a third game on the way. So when that art slows down. It's going to start the fuck back up on, on March whatever when this shit comes exactly. out. I don't know. June whatever. And, and, it's, and the art's going to continue to trickle through anyways as more trailers and information comes out about the third game. Yeah, there's so, going to be a direct that, that shows, you know, a single-player campaign or something like that. And we're, you know, we're, we're going to get a little more. Yeah. We're going to get a I little even, more. Yeah, I would even say, Miles, like, oh, like only being in the sort of the like the greater like i guess gamer conversation consciousness for a game like cuphead that comes out and is the game you know like like cuphead's getting dlc five years later because that's how long it takes to make this fucking animation like yeah one of the most high effort video games maybe of uh, certainly one of the most high effort indie games because it's not an indie game sam it really isn't not at this point Uh, yeah i i mean like it's, I mean, it's weird, right? Because, like, like, two people made it. Like, two people, like, actually, like, the uh, the MDHR brothers, uh, Moldenhauser, I want to say is the name, but I might have fucked that up. Um, like, they're the ones that did all the, you know, 560,000 individual frames of animation for the game and were, like, the, the leading people behind it. But, obviously, that game was backed monetarily through ID at Xbox um, and got a lot uh, and was able to get an initial audience by being shown on the Microsoft stage at E3 and I think 2014 for a split second. Uh, and everyone was like, what the fuck was that game? Including me. I remember yeah, it looked awesome. It, I remember seeing that. It was in like, a sizzle reel. Looks good. It was yeah. in a sizzle reel. And I was like, whoa, 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 go, go back, go back, go back, go back to that. What was that game? And everyone was like that. And then they were like, oh, you like Cuphead, huh? Like, you like, you like this? You like this? Um, so I we think got it's a lot of this coming. Yeah. And I think it's, uh, and I think it's impressive for what the game is. Like that it the, is like the single player offering. Cuphead was a perfect storm though. Yeah, Cuphead true. was a perfect storm because it was gorgeous. It was studio backed so they could yep. afford to make it good. And then it also had, and this is the best thing that could happen to a game, a mass controversy not surrounding anyone at the studio or anything in the game or its contents, but someone being a fucking scrub at it. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. <laughs> That, that was that a Dean Takahashi, right? Publicity, yeah, yeah. The single best publicity any game can have is that a fucking scrub comes out and complains about it pre-release. <laughs> oh man, I remember that video like it was yesterday. God, so good. Oh, me dude. too. 
Me too. So good. Him not being able to like read. Like, yeah, not being able to do one of the most basic actions. And and I, this is very specific. I don't even know if I talked about it this on the podcast, but I, I actually, when Sam was visiting me and we played Cuphead together, I actually recreated that moment in real time for him just to piss him off. And I pretended I couldn't do the jump. I, I uh, yeah, no, I was like, <laughs> thank God I like knew you were doing a meme because I would have fucking strangled you right, th- right then and there. <laughs> it would have been over. <laughs> yeah. No, I, oh. I think I think you immediately. I mean, it, it is like, it is like when you see Cuphead standing next to that tutorial spot. Like that's not a screenshot. You know exactly that's an images taken moments before disaster. Yeah, you know what I mean. Yeah, like it, it's it is like seeing like the the what's it the CS:GO footage of the guy in the door or whatever yeah, game that or, is. Yeah, or like a, a PewDiePie and the PUBG bridge or like any of that yeah, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Where where it's like you you know something very specific is about to happen here. Something very specific. But uh <laughs> But yeah, just just seeing you you react to these people who 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 probably just like play like they just churn through games. Like they they play through it, they have a good experience and then it's it's on to the next thing. And then they they again, they do forget about it. So they're like, "Oh yeah, the Cuphead show. I remember. I remember Cuphead. I was 14 when I played Cuphead and now I'm 19." And in college, I remember that. Maybe they have a little nostalgia, these young Zoomer kids. You know, because that's who I assume a lot of these commenters are. That's like true. People, people who are like 17 to like 20 years old who like played Cuphead when it came out. Uh, Which in that case, God bless. God bless the 14, 15-year-old kids who played Cuphead in 2017. God bless um, the 14 and 15-year-old kids who got past the tutorial stage of oh, Cuphead. Yeah. Have you seen them. the uh, Have you seen the video that that some guy made where it was like, "Can my five year old son beat Dean Takahashi in the?" And it's like a race, and yeah. it's and the and the the five year old kid finishes like, like maybe like twenty seconds after Dean does, and then like the top all the top comments are like, "Well, actually, your son doesn't have any reading comprehension, so of course it would make a sense that it would take longer for him to like." It's like a fucking yeah. Amazing! Everyone was on the Truly kids' amazing. side. I, w- I was on the kids' side. I frankly. was on the kids' side too. I was actually hoping that he would do it faster, but you know what? These things happen. Pr- so here's the deal: he does get through the iconic moment in the tutorial faster than Dean Takahashi does. However, it's once he gets to the parry screen where you have to parry the three bulbs and you have to like read it. That's where it all it all breaks down for the four for, for the four or five year old. And you know what? I, I got to say, if anyone's going to stumble at that part, I'm fine with them having a little bit of trouble because that's a timing challenge. You know, it, it, and, and I actually had a, a bit of trouble with the parry. It took me a little it, while. You got to learn really it. Like, yeah, you got to learn it. Yeah, it's it's not as it's not like uh, I don't want to say it's not intuitive because like that's not true. But like, the, yeah, the 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 parry hitbox is a lot smaller than what you would think it is. So you have to be yeah. you have to hold your your parry for like maybe a split second longer than I think most people initially think they do, which is why people struggle. Yeah, takes takes a little time, and that's that's fine. You know, it's it's a, it's a, it's like riding a bike. You know, once yeah. you once once you learn, you never forget. Actually, that's not true. I haven't played Cuphead in, in since we uh, hung out, and I'm sure I've forgotten the parry timing. But it's fine. I was bad. No, I, I was dude, bad I feel confident. Anyway. That if I booted Cuphead up right now, I could beat it in like two and a half hours. Oh, you could beat it in two and a half hours, certainly. And 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 that's great for you. 
love that for you, but I certainly couldn't because I haven't beaten it once. Yeah. But I I'll go I'll get back to it. I I uh, I got I got trapped in a in a in a I got trapped in a vortex, Sam, in a vortex world. What happened? What happened this I'm, time? I'm working my way through Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Okay, uh, three. as we mentioned last week. Yes, 3. Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, which Featuring by the Dante way, from the Double McCray series. Which yes, I did get the Maniacs version, so I am dealing with Dante instead of Raido. Which is fun. There's some really fun stuff with, with Dante in that. One of the things that I just want to point out is that is one of the greatest subtitles of all time. Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Nocturne? Yeah, pretty pretty hot. Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Pretty hot. Pretty high up there. It's no it's no The Phantom Pain, which actually might be my single favorite subtitle of all time. I love, I gotta be honest, I kind of love basically all the Metal Gear subtitles. I think Sons They're of Liberty really is cracked. Good. Snake Sons Eater's of Liberty's awesome. amazing. Uh, Guns of the Patriots is sick, and Phantom Pain fucking rules. Yeah, I just, I think, I think the Phantom Pain is just so, like, it's so visceral. It's and very, so pro- very provocative. Yeah, it's really good. Yeah. Uh, it, whereas Snake Eater is just, like, a fun, cracked-out title. I mean, it is like a, th- there's, there's two, there's two kinds of subtitles, okay? Yeah. And, and, and we'll subdivide this, Okay. There is the Trails of Gold Steel, Steel subtitles where where it just sounds cool and sounds yeah. good and it doesn't really matter what the context is. You just hear it and you're like, oh, fuck. Like, that's where a Nocturne falls. Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne. Because let me tell you something, Sam. I'm almost done with Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne and that title doesn't fucking mean anything. Title hasn't meant anything for the last fucking 36 hours that I've been playing this game, dude. Uh, and I'll I'll get to the experience of playing one JRPG for thirty six hours. Although with Miles, no before, breaks. Before you do that, though, I, I just want to say, can I can I spit a little pet pet peeve of mine about subtitles? Yeah, I don't like when series introduce a subtitle and then they drop it. Like for example, like Shin Megami Tensei three Nocturne, but then it's just Shin Megami Tensei four. Yeah, and Shin Megami Tensei Five. Like that's I don't like that. I don't. What's like worse that. is that there is Shin Megami Tensei Four, and then Shin Megami Tensei Four Apocalypse, and those are two different games. Okay. Well, at least like, well, no, hold on. Let me ask this: Is Shin Megami Tensei Three a game? Is that a game, or is it just just Nocturne? That's like that's the only version. There was no update. So updates. here's the thing. Here's the thing. So there's Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne, and then Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne Maniacs version featuring Dante from the Devil May Cry series. Okay. And the reason it's called Shin Megami Tensei 3 Nocturne is because this is the first Shin Megami Tensei game ever released in the United States. And so calling it Shin Megami Tensei Nocturne helps to make you buy it because you're not going to look at it and say 3 and you're going to be like, shit, where's 1 and 2? Oh, yeah, no, plenty of, plenty, yeah, tr- uh, Shadow Trails, they've done that, like... They've yeah. dropped the, yeah, the gotta, Legend of Heroes, do that. like, sub like, the Legend of Heroes, like, 6 and 7 and 8 and all that shit. No, that's on the fucking box anymore. You gotta do that to make people think that they're, that they're getting a standalone product. And in the case of SMT3, they fucking are. So it's all, it's all good. It, it all works out. They'll be confused by who the fuck the Ring of Gaia is. Won't know anything about the Messians. But that's fine. They'll, they'll, they'll read the fucking wiki. They'll figure it out. Who gives a shit? Yeah, but uh, also on, I, I by the same agree, metric, though. 
Yeah, and also by the same metric, I don't like when numbers are dropped and we go back to numbers later. Or we never do numbers and then we just start doing numbers at like some random intervals like Mario Kart. How it's all based off the console and in Mario Kart 7. Like, what the fuck? Like... Yeah, it, it couldn't have been Mario Kart triple, you know, triple dash or something like that. Like, yeah, or just here's, or, the, thing, or how, here's the thing. Mario Kart ha- Mario Kart Seven has the hand glider, and then it has the underwater stuff, right? So like, they could have done Mario Kart triple, you know, triple cart or something like that. Like, because you have three cart forms: you have the glider, you have on wheels, and you have underwater. Or Mario Kart, like triple terrain. Something I don't know. Something something like exactly. That. Or or just say fuck it and call it. Mario Kart 3DS, like, yeah, that works. That's fine. Like, like what's what's like with Mario this Kart random? Wii. What's with this dropping? Of, what's with this? What's with this adding of the numbers after not doing numbers ever? Like, and it would be really funny if Mario Kart uh, Nine was like Mario Kart Switch. Oh my you know, god, something like that. After seven and eight comes Mario Kart Switch. Switch. And it's like, but we already have a Mario Kart and Switch, so it's just super fucking annoying. Oh, dude, no, you know what they're gonna call it? New Mario Kart. Oh yeah, here we go. Here we go, baby. Let's get th- let's get it on. <laughs> but yeah, no. Talk to me. So you played the game for thirty six hours. Yeah, and I'm almost done, and I am gonna finish it. Let's let's get this straight. Um, but I I think I've reached the end of my life. I think I've reached the end of my life because I've officially accepted that. Playing a game for the story is the fucking worst experience. It actually makes every fucking game on the planet significantly worse. And I was enjoying SMT3 at the start. I, I, I'm, I'm for the most part still enjoying it, but I am getting to a point where I'm like, all right, I see the strings. They didn't know what the fuck they were doing quite yet. Because you get to SMT4 and SMT5, these fucking god-tier JRPG mechanics. Like, SMT5 story is bad. Or is it's bare bones, and that sucks. But, but it is the best JRPG you'll ever fucking play, at, at least in my opinion. And and uh, and that that comes after years of refinements, of rethinking, and and having not just one but two spinoff series is to really figure it out. They took some stuff from Persona. Persona took some stuff from it. Like, you know, because Persona Five has demon negotiations, and Persona and Shin Megami Tensei Five, you know, has overworld encounters and and. Uh, and just generally like more useful items, things like that. Yeah. Uh, and and so they learn from each other. They they symbiotically combined. And Shin Megami Tensei Five is Shin Megami, is Persona Five without the bullshit because I don't have to spend two hundred extra hours with all these fucking kids I don't like. You know what I mean? Yeah. Just me and a bunch of unlikable characters, but it's only for fifty hours instead of three hundred. Um to experience a fucking mid story like whenever and someone's you're like not you need there to play for Persona- the characters like you're like that's the x factor here is like is like the it, it's i feel like with a lot of people and why persona 5 specifically is like so popular is that like the jr the jrpg mechanics are like inintrusive enough but they're just a means to an end to experience this like this school this management cool role playing game cool characters yeah and yeah. and i would be into that if i cared um, but I don't, I just, ha- I don't, I don't have, it is very rare for me to have like a, a real attachment to a, a fictional character that just is not based on the story that is being told with that character. You know, it's like, I love me some guts. 
Love me some Johnny Joe Star. Love me some Cloud Strife. Exactly, but you only care about these characters because of like the fucking story they're in. Yeah, and and the, and specifically the scenario that they're in, and then you have like like the the other side of that is like your Bernadetta von Varleys from Fire Emblem Three Houses, your Satanias from Gabriel Dropout, your fucking uh, um, I'm I mean I'm like I'm fucking straight, your Callies from Splatoon, like yeah. just these characters that are just like so cute and so endearing that I love them because of their personalities and their traits, but those are so like so schematic and so specific to what I like to see that the story that they tell could be amazing. Like in the case of, of Bernadetta where she's just got this really great backstory. Well, it's not really great, but it's, it's good. I like it's good it. for, it's and really the, great for you. It's, it's really, it's really great. Here's the thing. There are significantly better characters in Fire Emblem Three Houses, but they are not Bernadetta Von Varley where I was just immediately drawn to everything about her body language and and her her visual design and the fact that she doesn't come out of her room. It's great. All of it's fucking great. But but then, yeah, you have like a Callie or like a Satania where I just see them on screen just acting as themselves. And I'm just like, you, come here. Come here, Bubula. I just want to tell you you're wonderful. Let me give you a little kiss, Muffin. There you go. Just for you. <laughs> little kiss. Little peck. Little peck on the cheek. Little peck on the forehead because you're just that fucking precious. Come here. Come here. Come here, Bobola. Here's here's a little money. All right. Here's some pocket change. Don't spend it all at once. All right. Get out of here. Get out of here. Go live your life. Like that. That's just how I am with like really these really cute characters. So I'm playing fucking Shin Megami Tensei three, right? And I love that. I love that. I like. I put my elbow up on the desk and I'm talking like a fucking Sopranos character. So I'm playing Shin Megami Tensei three, right? It's Shin Megami Tensei three. One of these um. One of my one of these uh. Uh, one of these demons, Pauly. Uh, one, one, <laughs> one, one, one of these, one of uh, you know, you know those games made by, uh, by, um, which country is the Yakuza? It's one of them's. Oh, yeah, it's Japan, right? One of these games made by the Japanese where it's all like, like, you're not actually playing it. You're sort of just selecting stuff from a menu. It sounds pretty boring to me, Tony. Hey, shut the fuck up, Christopher! These kinds of games are—it's a thinking man's game. You really gotta—you gotta—you gotta put your thinking cap on. That's what—that's what's so great about it. You should play this kind of thing. You—you you could learn a thing or two. What do you play all the time? GTA? Go, go and steal. Go and boost some real cars for me, Christopher. Like, <laughs> but I—I <laughs> I, dude, someone needs to do like a TikTok or something. This is a million dollar idea. We can't do this because we, we we don't we can't. <laughs> As we've seen from uh, the last, like, 50 seconds, we can't do Sopranos accents. But if someone can do a great Tony Soprano, someone should just do a Tony Soprano accent and just review games, but like Tony Soprano. Like, yeah, just just an Italian Italian mobster being like, now I understand you're not actually doing a lot of action. You know, you're not shooting no guns. You're not fucking no bitches. You're not boosting no cars. But but what you're doing is you're making strategic decisions. Every single thing you do is the difference between life or death. Let's say a legion cast Mamudun, right? Now Mamudun has the ability to wipe the floor with you in a single, a single turn, right? Names, if it goes... 
if it goes if it goes through. But if you decide to catch if you decide to cast Makaka Khan, that'll deflect the Madoon spell right back at the Legion. All right, that's a decision, but you gotta make it beforehand. You don't know if he's gonna cast Mamudun, but you still gotta cast Makaka Khan just to be safe. All right, these are the kinds of things that go through the head of a real successful JRPG player. All I'm gonna say is thank God SMT5 puts the uh, puts the little icon that has a fire emblem, you know, next to me, a fire logo right next to it to let me know that uh, um, Agni or whatever is fire. Agi, yeah, Agi, Agi and Bufu is ice. Agni, by the way, is uh, that that's the main character of Fire Punch. Oh, I gotta by read it. Tatsuki. No, you fucking don't. Why not? It's by it's Fujimoto. It's fucking bad. It's so bad. It can't be that bad, dude. It cannot it's be that bad. It's fucking gibberish, dude. It's I think I think you would like parts of it, but it's like Oh my god, it makes no fucking sense. It's just like complete like um Chainsaw Man is 90 times better. Okay. Maybe 100 times better. That's good. I still got to read Look Back too. I still got to read the one shot he put out oh, like a Look year Back ago. is awesome. Look Back is so good. Yeah, I've been actually I've been I've been catching up on a lot of fucking shonen manga. I'm all caught up on uh, Jujutsu Kaisen. That shit's oh, fucking yeah. fire that? right now. Like two back to back like top five f- top five fights uh, for the series right now. It's good. That's it's, sick, it's, dude. They're okay. So like I'm gonna all right. So like spoilers for like the most recent two chapters. I just want to tell you about the most recent battle just to tell you like where we're at right now because I there were there's like it's basically like a mix of like Naruto shonen battles but like with jojo stand ability type like the like the i would say like the later on ability type stands where it's not it's not like a spirit ghost but like something happens and yeah it's 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 like um mandum or or uh uh sugar mountain it's an anomaly it's 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 less of like it's it's less of a of a physical ability and more of like a single or it's it's less of a physical entity and more of an anomaly that a like, person can like control. Like a thing they can do. So like so for example, Fushiguro, who's like the who's kind of become like the dual protagonist to Itadori, uh, is a like Shikigami user. So he can summon like animals, like de- like demon animals or whatever. So he's he's always fun because like he doesn't like his whole gimmick is like not punch hard. Like he's uh, competent enough, but he's kind of a ranged Shikigami user, so he's fun to watch. And he goes up against this guy who is just like who has the goofiest design, but he's co- he's just covered in head to toe in receipts. And his curse technique is he's able to rec- reclaim, like claim what is on the receipt and like just summon it. So he so he pulls out so it's a reveal like when he's first introduced he he pulls out a a a, a three day two night stay at like a five star hot spring he's like I've just reclaimed this so I am feeling as refreshed as I am as if I spent three days and two nights at this five star hot spring and he just has all these fucking receipts and dude he's throwing cars there's one scene where he drops a house. On Fushiguro, he drops a full-on fucking house on him. And it's just so fucking creative. Just so fucking creative. And such a unique power, nothing I've ever seen. And, like, that's where, like, all, like, basically all the battles have been. The last, like, 20 or 30 chapters. It's like, I can't, it's not like a, I, I, I struggle 
recommending the I struggle recommending the manga not because I don't think it's good I actually think it's very good however I just find that uh Gigi's art can be a little a little just hard to parse especially with how and I don't know if the later I mean obviously King Crimson has this issue in the manga where it's just like his power makes it the way it works makes it really hard to follow in like a in a comic book format same thing sort of with uh with with Jujutsu Kaisen there are some abilities in some powers and things like characters and villains can do that can make it a little like I'll be like what is happening on the on the page right now like what exactly am I seeing um but apparently the anime is great so you can just watch you can just watch that yeah i mean i'll i'll have to check it out um i i, I imagine you were going to ask if jojo later jojo has this problem it does yeah. not okay that's uh, good i the monthly the monthly format really gives araki a lot of time to think about how he wants to draw things like everything is just so much better with that monthly format um but uh yeah shin megami tensei 3 nocturne is is great the first 20 hours and then i got really tired oh and now man. i'm really really tired but i'm gonna finish this game and the game does not get bad in the last 20 hours what got bad in the last 20 hours was my ability to stay the fuck awake i i was doing fucking really well in the first 20 hours but i'm at a point where i'm like all right all right i get it let's let's get this adventure over with I'm 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 here. I'm queer. <laughs> Let's get it over with, right? Uh, and and so I just started like making all these just fucking throwing decisions, just complete throwing choices on occasion. Where like I just to try and speed things up, I would just take a risk that if I was playing SMT five, where my mind was just in it to win it, I would have yeah. never made that choice. Um, I I I think the problem is just the fact that it it does still have that classic JRPG of like element of like this is not. A numbers game you get what you get and you don't get upset similar to like like early or not early final fantasy but like like the ps1 snes era final fantasies that it isn't like final fantasy 5 or or like the materia and draw system from you know seven, seven and eight. eight where where you are not metagaming you get what you get and you don't get upset and it was even worse in the original release where you actually could not even see what your demon that you were fusing was going to inherit skill wise yeah the most that you can inherit from a previous demon is i think three skills and now you can see them and re-roll them in the the demon fusion menu whereas in before if you got a demon you didn't like you had to restart the fucking game or if they inherited like the wrong skills you had to reset the fucking game and so like you're constantly fusing away demons that have skills that you like just because they're just out leveled and you just can't keep them around anymore um and then the other thing is that since the game does not have it has a max a hard cap on stats right so the maximum amount of attack is 40 the maximum amount of magic is 40 right and every magatama gives you a boost and so the strongest physical magatama gives you plus 10 strength which means that technically the soft cap for strength is 30 because anything any points you put into strength afterwards are wasted because mm -hmm. the magatama will give it to you and the, and the game just has a bunch of checks like there's just a bunch of like and this is this is a thing in one and two as well where the game will just be like yeah you need this many stats to proceed oh you don't have those stats sorry bud yeah go and grind a little yep yep sorry bud yep so so like yeah and and it's just like 
I don't, I can't think of a single fucking time in this game that I have died because I just, I made a truly bad informed decision, so, which sucks. Cause like, that was my favorite thing about SNT five was whenever I died, I was like, all right, where'd I go wrong? In this case, it's like, oh, okay, I got hit by Moodoon. I got hit by Moodoon because unfortunately my damage just, just wasn't able to kill this enemy. Cause I didn't realize that he resisted physical attacks because I, I'm not going to spend it on Analyze, because why the fuck would I? Like, it's just, it's just like, it's fucking, it's a fucking comedy. The worst time was when I used the Blessed Fan on an enemy that I did not know reflected light. Blessed Fan is a, as a reuse weapon, and light spells are instant kills, and when reflected, it works 100% of the time. Hell yeah. So That's I just rough. died immediately. And by That's the way, rough. it was my second time dying in the same area because this game makes you go through this one area. And when you get through it, there's there's just no way to progress. And you have to backtrack back through the area and come back later. But if you don't do it, you miss out on the best ending. So you just yeah, you, you just have to do it. And it oh, sucks. Man. There there I did find I did find a little shortcut, which is you can talk to these ghosts that'll get you drunk and then kick you out after robbing you. And no joke, it is preferable to just backtracking because you're less likely to die from your resource drains. It is better to be robbed in this game. So SMT SMT three is fun. It's worth playing. Um, but it's definitely I'm definitely spoiled. My fucking ass is spoiled. And I just accepted like there is no story good enough anymore. There, it's just there. It's just there is not a single story that will ever be fucking good enough to get me through a game that I'm not having fun in. And and SMT three story is good enough, and the the game is fun enough when it's when it's like not fucking annoying me. These dungeons, these end game dungeons, are just like the most like maddening experiences. It's just all these gimmicky bullshits that like this bullshit gimmicky bullshit that I just. I can't fucking stand because every gimmick has the longest fucking animation that you got to sit through. I mean, it's like a fucking Zelda dungeon. It sucks. It's like whenever you fucking push a block and like Twilight Princess got to show you 18 different camera angles. It fucking yeah. sucks. Yeah, no. SMT3 sounds like a game I would play for 20 hours, have a good time with and stop. Because I'm going to make a lot of people. I'm going to say something that's going to make a lot of people upset. Most JRPGs aren't interesting after the first 20 hours. Like, I no, totally fall true. off. I totally fall off after, like, 90% of JRPGs. What, what's crazy, like, what's crazy to me is I was thinking about this is I would love a JRPG that's 15 hours long. Because that's that's the right amount of time. I, I don't know why, especially because this game's story is is so thin. All the scenes are amazing. Like, it's just this, like, brilliant, surreal, like, masterpiece. I, I truly think that that this might be the next Majora's Mask for me, where I want to like it way more than I do, but there's just all this shit, like, that just, like, I, and it is, like, the first, like, 20 hours of Majora's Mask, I'm like, oh, this is cool. And then you get to those later dungeons, and I'm like, stop! Let me go! Life like, I actually, th I actually think that this this might be the next the next big thing just like that, where, like, it it wears itself out by the end. I have a feeling though the ending of this game is gonna stick the landing, and and it has an it factor similar to Majora's Mask. It's got that it factor where there's just nothing like it tonally. There's just nothing like it. Like this is one of the most like angry, 
unkind, mean-spirited video games I've ever played out of Japan. Because this is fucking par for the course for, like, suffering porn in the United States. Like, like The Last of Us is angry and unkind and bad, but even The Last of Us Part 2, I meant to say Part 2, Last of Us 1 is fine. Um, but even Part 2, like, there's just all this stupid shit with Lev being like, hey, teach me slang, gorilla lady. And her being like, "What? Well, you never, you don't know what cool means. Like, just like, even then there's this, this shit where it's like, there is a scene halfway through the fucking game where you get betrayed by the only character that you had any reason to believe you like or trust. And she just says all this heinous shit that you don't want to fucking hear about how she thinks that like the world should just fucking end because everyone was terrible. And you're like, fuck, I, I didn't realize that you were awful. And then a fucking old lady and her stupid kid comes in and they're like, my master's really been entertained by your suffering and struggling. Keep it up. It's amusing for us. And I'm just like, dude, shit. I just had my fucking heart broken. And this child is coming in here and being like, hey, thanks. Thanks for the entertainment, dude. Love it. By the way, I'm, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to call it the blonde kid's Lucifer. That's my guess. Uh, but either way, um, just an amazing tonal masterpiece. But I can't wait for it to be over. I truly cannot wait for it to end. Yeah. Which which is just the absolute fucking state of things. I got three more dungeons, dude, and I know these dungeons are going to be like an hour each. And and all I can say is bruh. I <laughs> You know, people got mad at uh Joseph Ferris last year when he when he came, when he had an interview where someone was asking about the replayability of it takes two, and he's like to be honest with you, I don't really care about replayability. The stats show no one beats fucking games, so we should all worry about making games that are fun to actually finish before we worry about replayability. And at first I was all like, ah, oh, fuck, that's wrong. But as time has gone on, I'm like, nah, he's kind of right. He's, no, he's kind of right. right. This game has six endings, and I'm using a guide to make sure that I get the only one worth seeing. I, I hate, dude, this is the shit about Atlas games I, like, fucking hate. I actually, like, fucking hate this shit. How they, they, they like, they lock off, like, the actual real worthwhile ending to the game to, like, this, to this 50 to, in Persona's case, 100 plus hour adventure behind some, like, random whack ass shit. Because I gotta be honest with you, Miles, like, I wanna play the, I wanna play Persona eventually. Like, I wanna play these games, uh, but I don't wanna play them with a fucking guide. Yeah, no, I don't wanna I do this. When I actually, like, pulled up the fucking guide for SMT3, I actually was just like, dude, shit, I, I don't want to be here. But, like, I had to because if I didn't, I wouldn't have realized that there was some magic Magatama that just gave me the things I actually wanted. Otherwise, I would have just kept the Magatama on for stats because that's, to me, what I assumed. It, they're they're uh, Basically, they're an HM that keeps giving. The more you level it up, the more HMs you get. Oh, okay. Um... And they also have passive stat bonuses. So, of course, I'm playing a strength build. This Magatama gives me plus five strength. The fuck do you think I'm going to pick? Like, and it also has physical abilities. It, it imparts physical skills. Like, yeah, of course. Of course. I'm going to use this. Oh, no, sorry. The light-based Magatama has one physical skill. You have to level it up three times. Uh, and it'll give you one physical skill that's stronger than lunge, the skill you start the game with, but only by one tier and only if you bother to, do, it's like, I don't know. It's just, it's just a bad system that you can't just like see all the skills that the Magatama is going to teach you because then you'll know because you already had to buy it. 
You already had to fucking buy it without knowing what the fuck it did. And then you got you look at it and you're like, all right, I don't know what you're going to do for me, but let's hope that the next three levels aren't wasted because I could have got something that was actually going to be fucking useful for me. But yeah, no, play the first 20 hours, have a good time, and then and then slog through the next 20. I'll finish it, and you know what I'm going to say? I'm probably going to finish it, and I'm probably going to think the ending's great, and I'm probably going to be like, yeah, that was an 8. And then I'm never going to want to fucking play it again. And when you ask me what I think of SMT3, I'm going to have nothing but fond memories. But then I can come back to this episode and remember that I was tired, and I didn't want to be there, and I wanted it to be over five hours ago, and I'm sick of it, and I'm done, and I'm fucking checked out. I know, I I, I think I, I know where this story's going to go. I think it's, I think I get it. I think I'm done. Um, But I'm going to see it fucking through. I'm going to see it the fuck through, uh, and I'm and I'm going to like it. And that's been my f- fucking life, Samuel. It's been my fucking life. I've got other content, but I've I've spoken enough today. What what you got for me, Sam? Nah, that's good. I'll talk about. Uh, I haven't been playing too too much. Uh, I'm do I've been doing a lot of uh, video work for for Turnstile last like week or so. So I've been playing a lot of Windjammers. Review should be up in a uh, hopefully by the time this is out or in a couple days. But yeah, Windjammers is like t- two is like fucking great. By the way, Miles. Oh yeah, like, I love Windjammers. It's uh, yeah, it's fucking, aw- it's fucking awesome. I picked up the, uh, I picked it's up the first tech game. mobile energy. Where like it's it's hype by virtue of just being really really sparse. Yeah, it, it's a game where there's no bullshit. There's nothing in the game that detracts from the core arcade back and forth volleying of this fucking flying frisbee, you know, um, and. What I what I wanted to, to to bring up is that I'm kind of really good at this game, dude. Like I don't say that about fucking anything I play, but dude, I'm going online and getting like ten to fourteen win streaks in ranked against all these hoes. I'm clapping mad fucking cheeks and win jammers, and I've barely played the game. Like I play, I've only played like seven hours of it. In total, um, I play. I've probably played a collective of uh, like two hours worth with uh, a friend of the show. Second look, he's taken one game off of me uh, in the in the entire time we've played. And yeah, this doesn't happen where I'm like, oh, am I actually like actually good at this game? Um, like I've gotten to I've gotten to the the gold rank. I like I win I win most of my matches online on the ones I lose I very rarely just get completely just shut out online like I actually have like a a little bit a little bit of skill a little bit of, a little bit of fucking skill for once at um uh, at one of these games but yeah no Windjammers is like so good it's just so nice Miles like you don't understand you don't understand Miles how much I've just been plagued which with just like mid 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 retro remakes or revivals or anything and to finally play something that's like fucking good and actually authentic like authentically great as well as like not only is it like not only does it play exactly like when jammers one it also improves it adds in mechanics that not only are again authentic to the world and to the sport of the the you know wind jammers but also like greatly improve the defense and by extension the offense and just make it a way more interesting game than it already was 
while doing so in a way that doesn't step on the toes of the core mechanics. It's like fucking genius. Uh, and I uh, look forward to everyone skipping over it because it's a multiplayer arcade game. And it doesn't have it's content. Fine. It Horizon doesn't have a story Zero mode. Dawn is available on PC. It Make doesn't sure have a it. story mode, Miles. So I, I don't know where the content is. God forbid I play arcade mode. God forbid I go online. God forbid I have some fucking friends. You Sam, know, th this is this is something that I, I want to bring up with you, though. Please. Specifically. Some, a, a, a beef. Let's get some beef on this show. We haven't had beef in a while, Sam. Where you okay. will fucking sucker me into buying an online game that we will never fucking play. Okay, so let's talk. What, what games have you bought? Because, because I've told you we'll play. Um, this has actually not happened. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I don't know why I thought that would be funny. <laughs> I, because I was like, I was like, this no, is that bullshit. hasn't happened. I was like, that when the fuck happened. has Miles played anything I wanted him to, let alone purchased it with his own money? Like that's it has literally never happened. Cause here's the thing: the one time we did, we we both got in on Xenoverse and we both had a great time. Like I literally have nothing but happy memories of playing the same games as you. It's dude, like, but I, for some reason I thought it would be really fucking funny to like gaslight you, and I, I it kind of was. Now here's the it deal: was funny. I I I'll, I'll just be honest with you. It, I, I'm 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 stone cold sober on this show. If I was a little, little drunk or high, I definitely would have took the bait. And would have been oh. yelling and bitching about like, oh come on, bro! Like what? Like what? Do you, what do you? What do you mean? You never fucking? We never do shit. Like, <laughs> but no, I'm, I had to get I'm, the brass I, tags. It's such, a, it's such a shame that like the moment you said, "All right, all right, let's get into this," I was like, "Shit! How do I, do I act? Do I act my way out of this?" I was actually like, like trying to think of some games that like I could feasibly be like, "Yeah, you told me to buy this, and we never fucking played it," but like. <laughs> No, no. Every fucking thing that we have agreed to play together, we have agreed to. Uh, or, yeah, or just one game. Well, there's been another game that we. I, I think we both agreed to get to Xenoblade or Xenoverse Two, and it, we just didn't get around to it, and we were just yeah. busy or something. Um, I I bought oh, the game on on PC on sale like a year. Yeah, or so no, ago me too. We we just need to do it. We just need to to get around to it. Yeah, I I'd like to I'd like to play uh I'd like to I'd play fucking games with you, dude. I would like I would more than happy do that. And we got and especially you know, we and and you know, we live we live in a parsec society now, so really the world's our oyster. We can really hang out and do whatever the, whatever the hell we want. Honestly. That's very true. Oh, I said I told Mulgar that I that I was going to propose something. Oh, yeah. Mulgar uh was talking about battle toads and I said I need to tell Sam that we need to attempt to beat NES Battletoads. Did oh Miles, did I ever tell you about the one time I had this like pseudo date with the girl in college where we played Battletoads for like three hours? No, please. Uh, there, there was this like there was this this chick I had, like kind of a, like a like a strange relationship with my like sophomore year of school. Was this and the was, asexual or yeah? This is the one? asexual. Yeah, oh yeah, she chick. was really sweet. She was really yeah, sweet. yeah, su super, super, super nice uh, girl. I hope she's doing well. And we we met on we met on Tinder, barring the uh, which which is the reason for the 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 snafu, if you will. But uh, yeah, like there there was a time like a, a couple months into into 
us like hanging out every once in a while. I would typically like go over to her dorm or whatever and we would just chill. And one day I uh and, and I basically I brought my Xbox One to school uh with me like my second or like my second year down there because I just had my Wii U and my PS4 when I first went down to college. And then later on, I brought my uh, Xbox One. Well, I quickly realized after a couple months of having it that, hey, I have not booted this thing up once, nor is there anything coming to this system in the next 12 to 18 months in like 2016 that I like want to play on this. So this chick was like, hey, I'm actually like looking to get an Xbox. I'm like, hey, I'll sell you mine for a hundred bucks. And she's like, you serious? I'm like, yeah. I'm like, it's taking up so much space in my small ass apartment room, this huge ass fucking VCR that's getting no use and sitting in, a, in his box. So, so I brought it over there and had it. And then I also like, I'm like, oh, here, you can take a uh, Titanfall and Rare Replay, which were the only two physical games I had. So we booted up Rare Replay one day and I was like, oh yeah, let's play Battletoads. And we got to like, now here, no, all right, now let me just say this. Rare Replay, Battletoads has a very generous 10 second rewind. Very abusable on the right trigger. We were able to get to level nine. No, no. We were able to get to level actually eleven. We were able to get to the fucking wheel level. D- yeah, Klinger Winger. I, I remember this. Klinger Winger's the only stage where that that fucking rewind will not save you. I can't I, yeah, no, I I uh that's as far as I'm able to get. Uh with with rewind, by the way. I cannot beat Kling I Miles, I cannot beat Klinger Winger. I can't do it. Like, Clearwinger literally is a frame-perfect level. It is It is one of the most insanely demanding things I have ever experienced in my life. Yeah. I have I have beaten the tunnel fair and square at least, like, twice in my life. It's not that hard. It's, 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 it, that's the thing. It's, it's, it's only hard the first couple times, but it's, it's totally manageable. Anyone who's, like, heard it's this legendarily hard level, you can totally do it, I promise. Yeah, it's a... Uh... Yeah, you definitely got to keep, I feel like part of the reason why the tunnel is like so like known is just because it is su- it is such a chokehold on, on the progress of that game. Because you got to do two, you got to get do two whole levels to get there, right? To get to get to the, the mock bike. And then once you're doing the speeder bike, like you're, you're just going to game over the first like three or four times you do it on, on regular NES hardware. It's just like that's just how the cookie's gonna crumble, right? The sprite flicker in that game it, it actually just makes it near impossible at times. Yeah, it's a uh Yeah, it, it's it's pretty rough. So yeah, I'll, I'll I don't think I'll ever I've seen I mean I've seen level twelve. It actually looks quite pretty on the Oh on the, the revolution. NES. Yeah, that level's awesome. Yeah, it's it's got the Kirby uh, uh adventure like spinning cylinder, which looks just great on NES. But yeah, no, I'll never see it with my own two eyes. <laughs> that's fine. That's fine. Um, yeah, no. What a what a romantic date that we're gonna have playing battle toads. Battle toads, you and I. Yeah, Jesus yeah. Christ. Well, yeah, who's yeah, gonna be yelling zits at each other and who's them. gonna be rash? That's the question. Yeah, you know what I always find funny about battle toads? There's three of them, and one of them is just not not there. Like he's the kidnapped. Game. He's kidnapped. But like, it's almost like why why is there a third one at all? Why isn't it just the two and the princess and the princess gets kidnapped? Why does the princess in one of the three frogs of the game who looks and is it is looks and is pseudo advertised in the opening movie as like a playable character as one of the gang when he's not? What what's funny about that as well is that he's also just taller than them arbitrarily. <laughs> yeah, like, that's also weird. Like I, I could see if he was like their older brother, 
And it was this kind of thing of like, oh, snap, our older brother's always done things for us, but now we got to get serious, right? Like, that kind of a plot. Yeah. Like Super Princess Peach, where Mario and Luigi are kidnapped. God, remember that game? That game's kind of fire. That, uh, let me, let me, let me. Let me ask this. I'm sorry to like take the conversation so many different directions. I think Super Princess Peach might be like the most forgotten like Mario game. Like I never see anyone talk about it or ever like you're the first person who's brought that game up in no joke maybe like 5 years. I think that that's accurate. I think that might be accurate. I mean like I I just it's so I'm just shocked it's like not a remembered game which you know why it's because even in childhood it was too easy and difficulty breeds memory i think that might be why there's all these forgettable like titles nowadays is they're also fucking easy like getting fucked up or or having trouble with something actually breeds valuable fucking memories yeah, I actually think that that's I actually think that's a really great point, Miles. And the other X factor here too to keep in mind is that Super Princess Peach never got like a, a sequel. So it doesn't or, or sequel or any kind of follow-up in any way. So it's like cuz I'm just shocked no one's made a fucking like I'm not gotten recommended a YouTube video about Nintendo's most forgotten DS game that's about this game. But I think it's because unlike the Yoshi games, which I put in like a similar caliber, there's like multiple of them. So it's easy to look back on Yoshi as like a series as opposed to Super Princess Peach, a a, a kind of weird one-off DS game. I also think if you're going to make that video, people are going to make that video with like an even more obscure property that that people are going to click on. Like Super Princess Peach is one of these things that if you saw the thumbnail, you're like, oh, yeah, I do remember that game. And you don't need to fucking watch the video. I I have I have two things I want to talk about, Sam. I have two things I want. want I'm actually really excited to hear this. You you, you said you had a YouTube related uh, thing for me that you needed my expertise on. I have three things I want to talk about. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Fuck it. Okay. So the first thing, Sam, is um and this is tangential. Uh the greatest trailer I've ever seen in my oh, life dropped fuck yesterday. Yeah. Fuck yeah. For a game that you are a fan of. Hell I'm yeah. not a fan of, but only due to circumstances. Because I'm a fan of the concept. I just haven't had a chance to play it because I don't own the hardware that it exists on. And that is Strangers of Paradise. Final Fantasy Origin. Dude, I can't believe... Miles, I actually cannot... uh, Very rarely on this show, like very truly rarely, does... does, Do we share a mutual excitement of equal value for a game? I think we are both as hyped for this game as the other one is, which is amazing. (laughs) Which is great. I'm 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 eighty percent here for the gameplay, and now I'm twenty percent here for the story. I feel like you're eighty percent here for the narrative. Please ignore the last hour of content where we bitched about gameplay and story <laughs> shit. And twenty percent of the twenty percent there for the combat. I th- I, th- I think I'm eighty twenty as well because I, one thing that I've been saying to people is that there is a possibility the story will be mid. Um, like it's a fucking meme fest in trailers, and it's funny. But like I played Kingdom Hearts too. Okay. They can fuck it up. They can make the most ridiculously interesting thing you've ever seen or the craziest thing you've ever seen become really fucking boring. Boring. It's something that they're good at. 
They're really fucking good at this. <laughs> Square Enix. They're great at taking the craziest concept you've ever heard and making the boringest story out of it. So, so no, I don't have instant faith in the narrative being this kooky, crazy, bonkers nightmare. I actually think it might be mid. I truly believe. But if it's as kooky, crazy, bonkers as it could be, this might be the greatest game of all time. Um, and, like, everyone shares the sentiment of, like, they went from being, like, this looks hilarious to, oh, I actually kind of love everything that I, I see here. Um I I, I, the, I'm the sitting trailer. here smiling, collecting, collecting my fat W's right now, because I, let me just be clear here, people, and you heard it on the show, I was standing this game from day one. I played the demo the day it came out for like five hours and said, this shit fucking rules, and all the shit that sucks also rules. Like... That that was the thing is that I felt the same way. I saw that and it was the most excited I was for the Square Enix presentation. I thought that game looked fire, and everyone was like, "Yeah, the dialogue's really bad." I'm like, "Dude, stop!" Who cares? Have you played about a Square game? Like, I'm fucking yeah. sorry. Like, this is not like, exclusive like that, to this. That that's what's funny about it to me is like anyone who still cares about stories and video games should just hang themselves because it's like it's over. All right, you're never gonna play a fun video game ever again if all you care about is story because guess what has to be fucking sacrificed to tell you a good story yeah. the fucking video game well let, hold on let me let let me addendum that what needs to be told in a good what needs to be sacrificed to tell a good story it to, to, i'm sorry to tell a good basic bitch movie cinema story in gaming is gameplay however yeah. you can do shit like Returnal or a wide variety of other games where the gameplay and the narrative are intrinsically tied to one another and playing the game is experiencing the story and the mental anguish and themes and and triumph and every part of the narrative from a from a themes and emotional level is experienced through the gameplay but yeah, it's just like Deathloop yeah exactly 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 <laughs> man what a like what a, that what a, game <laughs> exactly like death loop i mean i i've been and this has been a reading that a lot of people have had forever that that the phantom pain being too long and too empty is the point uh and like that might be the most generous and tantalizing reading of that game but like like again death stranding like if you watch a cutscene movie of death stranding i'm sorry you have experienced the worst way to experience death stranding yeah you didn't understand the fucking story cuz the story, because that story, story is nothing without the game it truly is not because of the whole idea of the fucking game is that you're trying to fucking bring back the United States and make America great again, and you can't do that if you're not FedExing, you know? Like, you can't fucking do that shit. Like, anytime someone's like, yeah, I watched a cutscene movie of the game and it was really cool, I'm like, no, it wasn't. You don't understand how much cooler it is. And you've just robbed yourself of the experience. Oh, I'll play it on very easy mode. No! You'll play it on normal, like God intended, like Koji Mikami Nandes intended. 
It's like, yeah, it's like, it's like saying, I mean, like, that's how I feel about like Undertale. Like back, like back when Undertale first came out and I beat the game and got the neutral ending and said so that was pretty cool. I just, I just was like, I didn't, I didn't know anything about the game. I didn't, it was new at the time. So I just went and I was like, oh, there's a tr good ending or whatever. I'll watch that. And I watched it online. And I was like, oh, pretty, pretty interesting or whatever. But I didn't really like understand it until a month or two later. I actually went back and did it for myself. And I was like, oh, like, I actually get it now. Like, I actually understand like. Why it was so good. Because you have to fucking play the game. Because that's a good game. A good game ties its story in with the act of playing the game. I don't think it's like a requirement that all games must do this. But it is objectively better than having story be like this fucking separate ethereal thing. That has nothing to do with playing the game. I... That that's the big thing. Like like someone someone brought up one of the most like heavily reported on examples of Ludo narrative dissonance. It was it was like I got transported back to 2013, where like this was like a new idea. But they brought up this idea of like Uncharted has Ludo narrative dissonance, and and they weren't doing it to be transgressive or thoughtful. They were just kind of explaining it in case the other people who were in the Discord server did not know what that meant. Okay. But, like, it was one of these, like, interesting moments, right? Where, like, I just remembered, like... I, I, it, this is really hard to explain my thought process, right? But yeah. like, just the like the like ludo narrative dissonance is so thoroughly understood as this thing that is endemic to Uncharted. Like, which Uncharted was one of the most, like, critically acclaimed works of art in video games because it, it brought us to yeah, a new it's, level. Yeah, it, this is definitely a thing that, like, more and more people are kind of experiencing with, with the series. Because I, I was listening to a... Um, to like an, a PlayStation podcast, and one of the hosts on there brought up that he's like, I gotta be honest, Uncharted never sat with me because because of, uh, like he's like he's like typically Ludo narrative distance doesn't bother me, but it's like extra hard to swallow in Uncharted, and I think it is just because it it like it really is like Jesus like because it it really is just the most like loudest it's like the loudest fucking dissonance right like i genuinely believe joel kills every single motherfucker in last of us part one and same thing for part two by the way i genuinely believe that ellie and abby like axe all these hoes uh in in the game like like genuinely that really happened we're like in uncharted like he mows down like probably like 600 guys by the by each game's end and it's like holy like holy shit you know like but, like, it truly is a, a case of, like, everyone sees the strings now. Like, no one is impressed by, no one is impressed by Uncharted anymore. No one is like, wow, th these graphics, oh my god, this movie quality story. They're like, isn't she a journalist? Like, that's the immediate response is, isn't, isn't Elena a journalist? Yeah. Why is she so good at using guns? Yeah, or like, or like the, the my favorite is whenever you see Sully climb in any of the games. I'm like, dude, you're like yeah. 50, dude. You're like 55, yeah. 60. You shouldn't be, you shouldn't be climbing like this. He literally like throws his back out having sex. That's like dialogue in the first game. It's it's it, it's really fuck. It, it's just really fucking funny because it's it's like one of these things. I'm thinking about it right now, and it's like a game like Ghost of Tsushima, right? Do avoids this despite. Jin samurai slaying hundreds if not thousands of Mongols. They're like this overwhelming invading or force on the island. So it just like makes sense, right? Whereas like Uncharted is more for all intents and purposes, like takes place on in uh, rant our earth. 
and you just have this guy looking for treasure and he's axing so many people. Where did all these guys come from? Not only that, he's axing all these people with their weaponry. Like, you have to understand, like, he is not special in any way. He does not have... Okay, here's the thing. Resident Evil 4, yes, Resident Evil 4 is ridiculous. But you know what? Leon's not doing it the fuck alone. He's got a fucking merchant who is magical and can sell him whatever the fuck he's gonna need to smoke these fucking cultists, right? Like, there is not a version of... I mean, actually, there is. You can play Resident Evil 4 having killed the merchant and just using the handgun, theoretically. But even then, like, Leon, you can fucking find rocket launchers. Just around. You you can... There are just conveniently placed there is just shotgun and and a magnum that you could just find and and leon is innovative enough to be like okay that's mine now yeah i think i think if you kill the merchant and you never purchase anything from him you can still play the entire game with a very competent pistol a very competent shotgun and a very competent magnum and whatever rocket launchers and grenades you find all over the place like like he he is stocking himself he's equipping himself and if you don't kill the merchant which you shouldn't because he's awesome he's literally buying a militia's worth of of weaponry from this magical drifter like you 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 have to understand that most games get away from this by just being video games and uncharted by being like yeah, we're just going to be like a movie. It's just we're going to be sparse. It's just going to be the events of all these action-packed things. It's just like Indiana Jones. It's like, okay, here's the thing. Indiana Jones is already ridiculous enough. But, like, even then, like, Indiana Jones gets the shit beaten out of him. He's tortured and he's kidnapped and, and shit happens to him. He's rescued by strangers. Like, or he's rescued by, like, old flames or women that he's, like, seduced along the way. Like... Indiana Jones is not depicted as impervious. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, so even then, Nate is more ridiculous than Indiana Jones. You have to understand the level of of absurdity that video games are pushing by trying to make Nate into Indiana Jones. And also, Indiana Jones hasn't killed hundreds of people. He kills, like, what, maybe a couple people per film, right? The 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 body. I've only count seen Raiders. In, I'm sorry. I've only seen Raiders and played the Lego. The games body the count in Raiders is nine. The body count in uh in uh Temple of Doom is 21, and the body count in uh Last Crusade is 11. Thank How do you, you Mr. know that, Plinkett. Oh, Mr. Plinkett. <laughs> Thanks. <laughs> Mr. Plinkett literally counted all of them. By the yeah. way, one of the best parts is that in Temple of Doom he kills 11 people at once. Oh, what happens? He cuts a rope bridge over a oh. pit of alligators. Ah, yes. Classic. Ending old... 11 lives at once. Hell yeah. Give him the old one, one, one through 11. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> the old 111 combo. Yeah. Gets him every, gets him every time. Which, uh, by the way, if, if Temple of Doom was a game, that would be a trophy. Oh. A nice silver trophy for cutting that bridge. Hell yeah. Well, hey, man. Hey, machine games. Indiana, Indiana, they're doing an Indiana Jones game. Might all right. Let's get let's get that trophy in there. Yeah, might, yeah or achievement. It's Xbox exclusive. achievement. Yeah, but uh, sorry, Chivo. Let's get that yeah. Chivo. Chivo. <laughs> I uh, but but Miles, you wanted to bring up uh some 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 YouTube stuff. Oh yes, just to end our our discussion on on uh, please, Strangers of Paradise. Um, my way is a great song. Yes, shout out Frank Sinatra. Really funny to see him. It's it's actually kind of an amazing moment in the trailer. 
it, it's it's it. <laughs> it my <laughs> I can't. I gotta be honest. There's two. I can't pick my favorite moment. Either Frank Sinatra appears, is is a is a great moment, or big come moment of the year. One Frank Sinatra, Sinatra appears. appears. Stranger of Paradise, Final Fantasy Origin, final trailer, or the shot. At the wedding where Jack Garland Has is his at, phone is holding his fucking iPhone at, at the altar is so fucking good. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing. We're all Jack Garland stand. And in particular, I have mentioned being a fan of the edginess. Yes. It throbs Robbing evilly. evilly. <laughs> and, and I was in a real edgy mood as I always am uh, lately. At playing, dude, playing Shin Megami Tensei 3 which is just this angry 2000s It'll make you want to cut yourself. Oh yeah, no. There there is actually a scene where in with the fight before, before uh one of the candelabrum holders, one of the menorah holders, <laughs> um uh mother harlot is like, "Do you really want to have your heart sacrificed?" all your humanity drains to become a demon. And then there are two options. One of them is, "I don't want that." And then the top one is, "That suits me well." No, I love how like no chill all the SMT games are. It's like so funny to me. SMT five might be the most chill entry that I've played so far because like it, you can be comically mean in this one. <laughs> but but from like, what you told me, Nahobino is like a, a comically a comic jackass, like a comically big he, jackass. He's a jackass, but like like Demi Fiend is like actually trying to just to fucking break your heart like one one of the uh one of the prompts in in the game like like demi fiend is is a little or i'm um, sorry uh proto fiend nahobino is kind of puckish yeah like uh he he sort of messes with people whereas um um when you get to onyo key and he's like did you kill my other onis your options are that wasn't me or yeah i sliced and diced them hell yeah <laughs> yeah just just shit like that it, when you when you see your friend Isamu after seeing him for a while, and he's like, "I can tell you didn't come to see me because Isamu's a dickhead." Your options are talk back, apologize, or leave the room. And you can just you just ignore the fuck out of him and just be like, "Fuck you, dude." It's awesome. Every every time someone has their fucking like reason to reunite the world, and their reasons is are just or, or to recreate the world, and their reasons are like nihilistic and bullshit and crazy like one of them is like yeah what if we just made a world where you're the only person in it and it's just a million individual worlds where nobody can ever speak to each other just a world of complete solitude doesn't that, that sound nice your options are like that sounds ideal or what the fuck basically and and one of them is like um like i agree or you're deluded I just, he's such an angry fuck. And like, and, and so, and also the, the theme song or like the, 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 the battle song, the boss theme, the lyrics are sacrifice the God of the son of heaven, mankind's greatest glimpse of fire red. <laughs> God, can you hear me? Like, just like, no, it's God, I won't crack. Can you hear me? <laughs> The, the music, yeah. I am tired. I'm just a man. <laughs> like the the lyrics are so funny. Uh, oh, and then the 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 fierce battle, very famously. I'm the bug inside you. 
<laughs> I have your back to the wall! Survive the fall of grace! Drink from the wine of the wrath of God! One man <laughs> God rejected! Whoa! Whoa! It's, Somebody it's call, uh... My Chemical Dude. Romance! They want the edge back! Dude, call Linkin Park. That's take so, it easy. So so all of this is leading me to the fact that I went back and I watched my favorite Linkin Park music video, which is Paper Cut. All right. Uh, the video that, that, that represents schizophrenia better than any fucking BoJack Horseman episode. Get fucked. Um, fucking Emmy-winning cunt. Uh, <laughs> so, but the thing is, so I looked at the, the upload of this video. It was like March 24th, 2007. All right. Look at the video. Fucking crystal clear. Look at the the eight the options. Fucking 720p. In 2008? Like, 7? Yeah, in 2007. Wow. And I'm like, how does this happen? Sam, do you know if it's possible to like sub out the original file and replace it with a like a, a higher quality version or something? So, okay, so let me let me start by saying so uh, about a year, about just follow me here. About a year ago, um, there was a trailer for a Call of Duty Zombies map that had um pages of the Quran on the ground, and people got mad. They had pages of the Quran on the ground, and they also had footage of Tiananmen Square in in the trailer as like. Like, kind of, like, flashed on screen or whatever. And it initially went up in all territories or whatever. But then they, 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 the, the, the video was replaced with all that footage removed. Because, God forbid, we, we piss off, uh, the, the Chinese, you know? God forbid, right? Uh, yeah, God forbid, the Chinese get on YouTube. Yeah, I know, God, 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 because they can totally access it or whatever. But, anyways, they, they... They replaced the 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 trailer, removing the Tiananmen Square footage and a wide variety of other stuff um, that was that people had issues with or you know claimed to have issues with, which I'm I'm sure no one complained. But um, the link no, remained no, the Sam, same. White people complained. You have to understand, white white Twitter users complained. I I. Yeah, I, I, yeah, maybe. I don't fucking is this, know. But the, is this the one? Here's the thing. Th oh, this, okay, hold on. This... I got, okay, hold on. I'm sorry. I got it confused. So the, the Quran shit was in a map that was there and then later removed. I'm sorry. That was something different. This, the Tiananmen Square footage in a trailer, that's what I'm talking about. Forget that, that stuff. That was a different thing with, with Call of Duty. So here's the thing. There's a, there's a John Tron video. Sorry, everyone. I checked that out of curiosity. I know we don't like him anymore. And by the way, the video wasn't good because he what video was it? Good. Was it a new one? It was uh, watching the most disliked YouTube videos. Oh yeah, I, I is is that Again, one of the John ones Tron where he's on the couch? Good. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah John like, has not been good since he got that couch installed. Like, yeah, I mean, here's the deal. I still I believe that like like the the first Flex Day videos like is still like a fucking top ten, top fifteen like best video on the fucking platform. I think it's so funny and so quotable and. It's awesome. 
and I think the first eight minutes of Flex Tape Two is like genius, and then it like totally that it totally blows it. Oh, you um, know what? I do I do like the the Kid Nation one that he did. That one's a good oh, one too. That that shit's uh yeah that that. But you know what? It's because he didn't do it on the couch. That's why he had to do it in the basement. That's the problem with JonTron is that JonTron wants to be a high budget, high production show, but the format of it is a it was built on guy by himself filming himself making like goofy like videos. Yeah, you know? and editing it himself. And just exactly. That, that control and that precision. I imagine that other people edit his stuff now. Oh, I, oh um, I'm sure. I'm sure. Uh, but but to answer your question, yes, it, it by and now to be fair, this is not available to the plebeians like me on YouTube or or you and I. This is only for for people with serious fucking connections like uh, Activision or I guess by all extensions like Lincoln Park, where they're actually able to. Like go back and like change, like go back and like change the upload, but keep the exact URL. Yeah. There's some weird, yeah, keep that, your views too. Yeah, and keep and keep the views too, which is important. So yeah, that is something that is able to be done on the back end. However, it's not something that's offered uh, to all creators by far. Yeah, um, okay, that makes sense because I I was shocked by the the quality of this video. And you know what? Be- Next time I see it, it's gonna be in 4K, and I I can't wait. I can't wait. The edginess in 4K truly cannot wait. Yeah, and you said that was uh, there were, uh, that was two of three things, right? That was two of three things I wanted to talk about, Sam. The last thing I want to talk about, of course, is 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 uh, is crime, and uh, not generic crime, which is your favorite kind. <laughs> but I want I want to talk about true crime, and and particularly a trend I noticed in true crime that I want to just pat us both on the back, Sam, for for not falling into. Uh, I want to reward ourselves <laughs> for not being soy because every time I listen to a true crime podcast or like a true crime video or something, yeah, um, it's always like the, the thing that always fucking takes me out of it is like they'll be talking about like an obvious rapist murderer, like just like true human garbage, right? Like that yeah. anybody would know is human garbage. And instead of being like mildly professional about it, they'll just be like, yeah, so this then the next thing this incel did was and I'm just like, oh fucking Jesus Christ, man. Like stop moralizing to me. I'm smart. I'm fucking smart. I can I just, make I my just, own fucking decisions. I you don't need to tell me that this rapist is a bad dude, you know? Yeah, and I, I just wanna say I just wanna to thank us personally for, you know, we make fun of, of, of Jeffrey Epstein, our president. Uh, and we make fun of, uh, you know, Kevin Spacey and Brian Singer, all these, yeah. like, all these awful people. And like, we just, we just let the audience, we just let the audience figure out that we're fucking kidding and we don't like these people. And, and I just, I just have to wonder why, how did this fucking happen, Sam? How did it, we get, how did the, the world get so bad? No, Sam, you want to know how bad the world is? Please. Today I saw on the side of Twitter. Twitter trending now. Holocaust. 44.4 tweets. And I just said, wow, we're bringing it back. Now, now, hold, now let me just check. This was today, right? January 25th? Yes, when this we was today. No, it's not like a, a Holocaust-related day of remembrance or anything, right? Like, I mean, I can look it up. It might be Black Ribbon Day. Thought. Yeah, let's see. Holocaust like, Remembrance Day 2022 uh, is. I guess it might be today. Yeah, January 27th. Okay. Oh, okay. It is. Okay. Okay. Cool. Good. 
So it's coming up. Thank God. Crisis averted. Crisis averted. You heard it here first on Crackhouse. The Holocaust not coming back for a second round. (laughs) Thank God. Thank fucking God, guys. The Holocaust. We. It's a good thing I did some basic Google research. The Holocaust did not happen, dude. Um, Dude, the Holocaust just got acquired by Microsoft (laughs) for six point ten billion dollars. Yes. For a measly. For by the way, they spent sixty eight point seven bill on Activision. The Holocaust only cost them. And then six point it only cost them six million. <laughs> a total a total steal. To be honest, Sam, I hear that it was actually close to eleven million. <laughs> That's how much money the Holocaust cost. How much how much does the Holocaust, the Holocaust cost? cost? How much cost would a Holocaust cost if a Holocaust could cost cost? <laughs> You know what would be funny? We're calling Sam. the episode The Holocaust Cost, by the way. The Holocaust Cost? You know you know what would be funny, Sam? Is yep. the reason Holocaust was trending, was it had something to do with Hololive? <laughs> dude, dude, dude. This The eighth gen of Hololive is... Because ho- it's always, you know, it's Hollow Myth or Hollow X. Holocaust. <laughs> yeah, and C-O-S-T. Yes. By the way, for, for Holocaust. Dude, uh, no, that's the name of the episode. Hollow-Cost. How much does hollow cost? Find out below. Turns out 11 million. Yeah. I'm Thanks. Jewish, by the way. In case, in case anyone's upset by this again. Um, but but it was just so like weird. I didn't realize that today was Holocaust Remembrance Day. Yeah, I just saw Holocaust trending and I didn't even bother clicking because I was like, what the fuck now? But it's like last week when you saw Nazism and urine trending at the same time. It's like, what's going on? What are we talking about here? What is going on? Like, what? Why would anyone? Why would anyone be in discourse anymore? Just watch the trailer for Strangers of Paradise. Like, please. And you can do that on YouTube, which I did. You sent me the link on Twitter, but I said, I'm going to YouTube to watch this. I'm fine. Yeah, no, and it was really funny. I got mad at you. I genuinely got fucking <laughs> oh, it's mad so at you. Because, awesome. because okay, so j- just from my perspective, I'm I'm out doing deliveries, and I get just a uh, I get a a, a um, mess a DM from Miles on Discord that's just a Twitter link, and whenever it's just a Twitter link, I know, I just know it's some shit, and I pull up on Discord, and obviously, and Discord shows you like the Twitter preview or whatever, and it just says Stranger Paradise, um is uh releasing on march 18th 2021 ps4 ps5 uh xbox one series uh snx and uh epic game store and i'm like oh this bastard's trying to get me on this fucking epic shit because he knows how much i fucking hate epic and he's trying to get me to bend the knee to get this game on fucking pc so i just simply respond with i guess i'm getting this on ps5 and you're like, dude, I can't believe you could say that about the greatest video game trailer of all time. Like, oh, I linked to a video. I didn't even see it. Like, <laughs> <laughs> yeah, no. And, and here's the thing. I knew you'd get it on PS5 because that's where the demo was. And it was we already knew it was confirmed for Epic. I was sending it to you. The game I, looks like a PS3 game anyway. Who cares where you play it? <laughs> it does look really bad. It's actually shockingly bad. It, here's the deal. It looks really bad. And I fucking love it. I love how Gen 7 this game looks. It's sick. I dude, I, it actually does feel like it is really prescient that I just played SMT three. I think this might be like in that same vein of just being like needlessly dark and needlessly angry in the best possible way. When I heard Jack speaking at room like at 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 indoor voice levels, I was like, "What the fuck?" 
Because his voice is really normal. Yeah. Like, he's just got this very deep, like, yeah, I'm Jack Garland. How's it going? You know, like, kind of voice. But, like, every trailer, he's just like, oh! Yeah, he's all screaming and shit and yelling about he wants to fucking kill chaos. And, and, and doing, by the way... chaos rejected! I just... And also, let me just... <laughs> let me just say that, like, oh, uh, I love how fucking violent... How how e this has the most the greatest like most violent like T for teen like violence ever because it's not gory they all turn into crystals but all the enemies turn into crystals when you do the super kill move on them in the most violent visceral way possible this this Sam is how I would have like when I was eight and I was super edgy this is exactly how I would have presented things. Like, just this idea of, like, of, like, he fucking slams a monster's face into the ground and fucking grates them like Kazuya Kiryu, but, like, they turn into crystals. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah, it's, like, they all, like, it's, like, yeah, it just, like, the beast, like, just forms into, like, a big burst of red crystal and it, like, fucking shatters and it's, like, oh, fuck yeah, dude. Game's uh, yeah, no, and, and he says something cool, like, get out of my way! Just, oh. like, something fucking visceral and badass and manly. Dude, I love men. Hell yeah. <laughs> you know what I mean? <laughs> I just love men. And as I've, as I've always said, the Nahobino's not a femme boy. He's a femme man. Because he is a man. I just love men. Yes. Like, there's nothing better than just someone who is just who just reminds you of how much your balls ache when they're full of cum. You know what I mean? Yeah. Yeah, this is why, uh, I, I mean, this is why, this is kind of what I attribute to, like, why JoJo is, like, so much fun. It's, like, the first five parts are all, like, hanging with the fucking boys. Oh, Miles, hold on. I know we're running late, but we, we can do that this week. This has been this a great show. This will be a show. long episode because we're kind of on fire. Yeah, this is a great show. Miles, I gotta talk to you. I don't think we talked about this last week. No, we definitely did not. Miles, I saw, like, Top Gun for the first oh. time. Miles, no joke, top, top ten movie of mine. Like, I, I actually cannot fucking believe how much, like, I love this fucking film. I didn't know really anything going into it. And after seeing it, dude, when it opens up on the aircraft carrier, and I, here's, guys, y'all know my thing when I'm big trees, aircraft carriers, like, up there, dude. I, I'm obsessed with the whole concept of planes flying off of a fucking big-ass boat. That shit's dope as fuck. To see, like, it's, dude... It's the most beautiful silhouetted golden orange sunset against the against like the the pit crew just setting up these planes ready to fly off as Danger Zone is playing by Kenny Loggins. I'm like, dude, this shit's awesome. And that's a movie, by the way, for fucking men. That's a a, a movie for the guyest of your guys, you know? They even there's even a song, but it's fun. No, so no, I actually I heard this like after I watched the movie, and I'm like I'm like it's the how you feel about like uh, like when you're like the like the the trains reading of Matrix when the Wachowskis are like yeah we totally intended that it's like no no these guys did not intend that though it was just the fact that. It's just the fact that 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 level of homoeroticism with the and it's just the volleyball scene like the thing you need to understand is that this movie is not like like. This movie's not, like... I'm trying to think of another example of a movie that, like, just ends up feeling really gay because the two... I mean, it's not like Metal Gear Solid 4, 
right? Where just like Snake and Otacon are so gay, just just by happenstance. Yeah, it's really just the the volleyball scene was like this gay awakening for people I, because it was these hot men on the beach. I, I mean, okay, wait, okay. Well, if it's a okay, if it's a gay, if if the volleyball scene was a gay awakening for many Gen Xers and Millennials when this movie came out in 1986. I guess I can understand that. I mean, Val Kilmer, well, it's it's like um, I Tom mean, it's Cruise. like 300, where 300 was also a gay awakening. Where like, here's the thing about gay awakenings, Sam, and this is why gay awakenings are fucking based. Okay, because like, it, it, I, I'm seeing a trend here. It seems every to gay involve awakening that like happens it, with the coolest, manliest movie that just has like. I mean, like, like MGS is a gay awakening, like, series, you know what I mean? Because yeah. you get to see fucking Snake shirtless in, like, these sequences of fucking duress, or when he's just shirtless on top of a fucking Metal Gear, punching his fucking brother in the face! Yeah. Yeah, that shit's hella masculine and super gay. It's awesome. Yeah. Well, JoJo's the same way. JoJo is so gay, because it's the- be JoJo is gay because it's fucking manly. Hell yeah, no women near this shit. You know, it's all... It's all guys all the time. Yeah, like, like that's like that's Top Gun. But people are like, yeah, Goose and Iceman are so gay. It's like, no. It's like, no, no! Goose has a wife and child in the, in the movie. Uh, Tom Cruise dates Charlie, you know? Like, oh, R.I.P. Goose, by the way. R massive R.I.P. By the yeah, way, none of the... a moment of silence for Charlie, or for Goose? For Goose, yeah. Did Charlie also die? No, no, she doesn't die. Okay. Right. Uh, she does like leave shame. the movie though. Like, it, like she does go to Washington D.C. and like bail on the on the the school Top Gun. Good. <laughs> Good. We had no we had no place for uh, uh <laughs> we have no place for fucking vaginas in this film in Top Gun. Um. But no, dude, that movie's, like, so good. There's, like, by the way, there's, like, two scenes where they use, like, a little bit of CGI for some cliffs, which, like, looks a little suspicious. But other than that, like, that movie just, like, looks really good still. It, it I'm just like, damn, I actually cannot, I, I, it blows my mind. It's, like, that it, 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 it was made, right? It's like, how did you do this? Like, I, I, it completely, like, it takes my breath away, right? In a way that, like, Avengers Endgame is like I know it's computers. Like I can still sit down and like enjoy the story or whatever, but I I know it's C I I know it's I know they use green screen or CGI effects or whatever. We're like this is like how did you do this? Is nineteen eighty six? How did you get? How did you film these planes? How'd you do this? And of course it was a you know it was a mix of working with the U.S. Naval Force and practical effects and miniatures and all that stuff. That, you know, makes the movie what it is, but it's just, I don't know, to the end product and someone who's, who is not super knowledgeable about the, the actual crafting of, like, like most movies in general, it, it, it was just so captivating to me. And all the characters are so great. They just got great fucking names, dude. Like Maverick and Goose and Slider Ice and Iceman. Iceman's all, what a great name. My I, Sundown is one of, like, the oh, side characters. Underrated. Underrated. Yeah, Sundown, Viper, Merlin. They're all so fucking sick, dude. They're all so fucking cool. By the way, I I I I have I actually I have my call sign. By the way, I know what my call sign is, and it's squeeze, because my yeah. because because two rules, of the two rules in case anyone doesn't know of call sign, uh, protocol. Number one, you cannot give yourself your own call sign. Someone your your 
pilots, your co-pilots and your wingmen will give it to you after you go through enough of school. And typically you'll be named after some bullshit that happened or, you know, for whatever reason. And the second thing is it can't be too cool. And my brother calls me Big Squeeze. Like, this is, this is like, what he calls me. Uh, so, that's taken care of. I didn't name it myself. And it's not fucking Maverick. You know, it's not Strider. You know? I'm not Havoc. Here's the question, Sam, is what is my call sign? Ooh. You as call- my friend of 11 years. What is my call sign? Yeah, see... I would, I would do, I want your, I'd probably give your call sign, like, probably, like, Miku would probably be your call sign. Call, okay. call sign we, Miku. we take those. We I think, I like that, because, because when I think of you, Miles, like, Hatsune Miku and Vocalite is still the first thing I think of, despite you, like, have not speaking to me about it in years. It's, you know, it's because Vocalite in general is just not the same. Like, it, that, that golden era of Vocaloid just is, it's over. And it's. And, you know, and it should be, like, it, it can't last forever. But, yeah, like, I just don't have as much to talk about. But, but like, dude, when I was in, into Vocaloid, oh, my God, what a magical time, dude. What a magical time. So oh, I'm, dude, I'm good being Miku. Dude, you know what? Actually, I changed my mind. You know what I want your call? I want your call sign to be writer. That's why I want w- W-R-I-T-H-E-R. Writer. Okay, call sign writer. <laughs> Squeezing writer. You know uh, what, um... What uh, Stan Lee's uh, call sign was when he was in, in the military in World War II, right? I uh, know. Playwright. Oh. Ooh. That's so good, isn't that's it? That's hot. Yeah, that's hot. That's hot. Yeah. I like that. But yeah, like, that's why, like, like yeah, there's actually, by the way, this great website. I'm pretty sure it's called F16.net that has a page of just people who were in the Air Force who submitted call signs from either them or, like, people in their, their like, group and how they got the names and oh dude some of them are so funny and they're all because because another thing you can do too for your for your call sign is an acronym so the the one i always think of is 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 the first one on the site which is ahab which stands for always humping asian bitches uh that's good (laughs) because apparently that's what the guy did and and his and his squad mates would would walk in on him all the time doing ahab you know (laughs) and you know what same same I wish. I mean, <laughs> yeah, for real, dude. For real. I wish I was fucking is- Admiral Ahab, <laughs> dude. Admiral A- Captain Ahab, Captain Ahab, baby. Yeah, if only I- if you want to be a true Ahab, <laughs> head on down to the Discord. Fuck Twitter, shit sucks. Shit's lame. Yeah, we- let's give up on Twitter, all right? Let's let's give up on trending Holocaust and just and just call it a fucking day. Call it a day on Twitter. It's going to be at 98 forever. We're not going to use that shit. Join us in the Discord. That's where the real shit happens, baby. If you want to be a true edgelord, a true Ahab, true anything, true true, uh, a true a Top Gun. Hell yeah. Hell yeah. You can head on down to the Discord a true, link. A, a true Holocaust supporter. By Covercore. Covercore presents the Holocaust. The Holocaust. If you want to support the next generation of Chinese waifus, you can go to the Discord. Sam, Sam, hang on. I I got this. I got this real quick. All right. A Dark Souls game, right? Yeah. Where, where, like, you have that, like, little old lady with the British voice. Going hollow has a cost. We're here. Call it the hollow cost. The hollow cost. cost. You will lose your soul. 
that is the hollow cost. <laughs> I guess the real hollow cost. Were the Nazis we killed along the way? Good night, everybody. Hey! <laughs> thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got the big ass titty, she's only five. Anime thighs when she opened up so wide, I got a twinkle in my eye. Asian pussy is so tight, I just really want a pipe. Oh my gosh, she got them big ass titties, she's only five. Hey, bitch, I'm about to fuck this cutie, so I whip out my katana and I knock this little bitch out with just one hit like I'm Saitama. Why you act like you retarded, like little bitch, I don't want drama. I still hit when she says no, don't understand what she don't wanna. A sword fighting with my penis like I'm in a fucking dojo. All these bitches want me like my name was fucking JoJo. Asian penis is too tiny like it was a no show. Bitch, don't watch your coochie, watch anime. With the bros, though. my motherfucking bitch. I might pull up, give those thighs a little motherfucking kiss. And man, if you talking shit, tell Ryuki you on a list. Yeah, your sister is my groupie. She take this anime dick. Okay, okay, like little bitch, I don't care if that fat ass is too deep. Score a bounty on that pussy. You can call me Spike Lee. Putting out fire, getting ice, bitch. I'm Todoroki. And if you got some shit to say, then you can say it to me. Anime thighs when she 